What's up everybody? It's Pastor James and welcome back to the Midweek Bible Study. Today we're going to finish up chapter 2 of Proverbs. It should be a relatively short Bible study. Um, but just to give you a heads up, this will be our last Bible study that I will post until November 29th. Next Wednesday we're going to be doing... Um, we're going to have a packing party for the shoeboxes for Operation Christmas Child. And then the following Wednesday is the week of Thanksgiving, and we always take that off to give our staff and our church family enough time to prepare for the big holiday. So, let's get started and finish up this chapter. Read with me Proverbs chapter 2, verses 12 through 19. It says, Wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. These men turn from the right way to walk down dark paths. They take pleasure in doing wrong, and they enjoy the twisted ways of evil. Their actions are crooked, and their ways are wrong. Wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the seductive words of the promiscuous woman. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering her house leads to death. It is the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the paths of life. Well, <clears throat> there's definitely a change of tempo from verses 1 through 11 to verse 12 where we started today. Um, last week, you know, verses 1 through 11 talked a lot about the responsibility of the child to seek and to go after wisdom. And now today we're talking about uh, the people, you know, we're, we're talking about th this understanding of dealing with people. And it's really important because we got to understand that, you know, there's an enemy of God. Like we, we fight a spiritual battle, even though we can't see it. Um, we have an enemy God, and our enemy is God's enemy, Satan. And we really need wisdom and guidance from the Holy Spirit as we very much uh, battle in this world every day. Uh, evil and evil people. Now, if you remember last week as we were finishing up that those verses, verses 7 through 11 just kind of gives us several benefits of wisdom. So at the beginning of the chapter, there's this need for us to pursue wisdom. At the uh, Right around the middle of the chapter, there's this uh, the giving of the benefits of wisdom. And uh, I just want to remind you, you know, the, the promises that if we seek the Lord and seek wisdom, that we will have common sense that God will be our shield, that our paths will be guarded. Um, we would have protection. We would have understanding, and we would know the right way to go. We would be filled with joy. We would be watched over, and we would be kept safe. And all of these are wonderful things, and they are blessings that every one of us as followers of Christ should want. However, everything up to that point, or where we started today, doesn't take into account for the most unpredictable and sporadic variable in our lives, and that's people. And it's sad, but it's very true that people are unpredictable. People can be selfish. They can be rude. And as it says in verses 12 through 15, they can be outright evil. There are some people that just enjoy doing wrong. They enjoy sin. They enjoy uh, partaking in evil. And Solomon is writing to tell us that wisdom can help save us from those evil people because it is an unpredictable variable. You could have the most favorable circumstances in all of the world, but if one evil person gets involved, it changes everything. So whether these people 
twist their words or they walk in dark paths or they take pleasure in doing wrong basically just enjoying doing evil wisdom can guard you from these people and i do think it's worth noting that the evil described in the passage that we read today is in direct opposition to the requirements listed in verses seven through eight of what we read last week so remember um that there will be common sense given to the honest that god will be a shield to those with integrity um, that he would guard the paths of the just, and he would protect the faithful. And so you look today at what it was. Um, he talked about evil people who twist words. They turn from the right path and walk down dark paths. They take pleasure in doing wrong, and they enjoy twisted ways of evil. They're crooked, and their ways are wrong. So it's basically just like polar opposites that Solomon's listing in this. Um, but you just got to remind yourselves that <clears throat> true wisdom is of God and it's always in direct opposition of the enemy you know that spiritual warfare that we were talking about a while ago um, it's in direct opposition of Satan it's in direct opposition of evil and you can't get around that no matter how hard you try participating in evil is foolishness and seeking the Lord in itself is wisdom and so as Solomon goes on he also talks about how wisdom can save us from an immoral woman. So, <clears throat> this is really important because we as men like to think of ourselves as strong and resilient, but the truth is is that we can be led astray very easily. Now, a lot of men can be manipulated and led astray by other men, uh, convincing them to do evil and partake in evil. But a lot of those men who resist uh, other men or resist kind of peer pressure, if you will, get led astray by women instead. And so just for an effort to appeal to our and connect with our female listeners, um, you know, you, you also have to understand that as you're reading this, how can you apply this to your life? Well, Satan can also send along a fork-tongued devil to uh, say nice, kind things to you, to lead you astray, to make you wander away from truth and uh, your commitments and your oaths before the Lord. And uh, we have to understand that people's words can be very seductive. And the truth is, is that we all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be desired. And it makes us feel really good whenever someone does that for us. So... Um, you have to be really careful. And the truth is, is that wisdom can save us from someone like that. Because it's not that it's not going to make us feel good, but it's just the truth about what's really there and what they're trying to get from you. What they're trying to do. And, and inevitably, what they are doing to you, whether they realize it or not. Because you can't escape how serious the consequences are for someone who gives in this type of behavior. When Solomon writes about this... Notice the attention drawn to the abandoning of her husband. And women, uh, you, you can associate this with a man who would be abandoning his wife and ignoring the covenant that was made before God. <clears throat> and I talked about this Sunday morning in my sermon, but you know, we really just don't understand in our culture how serious God takes our promises to each other and our covenants with him. 
And it's so important to remember that we will all be held accountable for those things, whether we realize it or not. Walking through the door of an immoral woman or an immoral man's home leads us to death. And in essence, we travel a road that leads us straight to our graves. And so if you visit this person that is trying to lure you into seduction, you are doomed and you will never reach the path of life. And that's so important to realize it may make you feel good for a moment. It may be so satisfying and so invigorating in that moment. But it's a terrible decision, and yet so many people stumble into those doorways every day because deep down we as people want that. We want to be liked and loved and accepted and desired. And so it's a very easy pit for us to fall into. But wisdom can keep us safe from those things, from those people, if you will let it. And so at the end of chapter 2 in Proverbs, you have verses 20 through 22. Let's read these together as we finish up this chapter today. It says, So follow the steps of the good and stay on the paths of righteous. For only the godly will live in the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land, and the treacherous will be uprooted. So the final three verses, as always, are really interesting. Um, Verse 20 gives us a simple instruction to follow the steps of the good and stay on the paths of the righteous. And really, you know, back at the beginning of this chapter last week, we talked about this effort for us to pursue wisdom. We have to pursue it. So Solomon is talking about how there basically needs to be an effort in our lives to also seek out good and righteous people. And you have to understand that you may not have someone who's good and righteous in your life. If we're not close to them in friendship or not associated uh, with them in a family way or a kinship or something like that, we should find good and righteous people to mimic. We should walk, talk, and live like they do. There's a necessity for us to follow their paths. Now, it doesn't mean that we should abandon who we are and uh, try to be an exact copy of them because that's not what God's called us to do. God has not called us to basically clone ourselves after someone else. But we can walk their paths and, and we can follow the steps to make sure that we are also walking on sure footing. And so um, we can learn so much from good and righteous people's amazing lives. And I think that's very important that we pay attention to them and we try to mimic them in some ways. Now, verses 21 and 22 are pretty unique um, in understanding exactly what God meant from the promised land. um, Or as Solomon is writing, when Solomon is writing this, this is now known as the nation of Israel. You know, he's living in the palace. The temple's been built in Jerusalem. Um, But even Solomon understands that the only people who will be allowed to stay and live in this very special place, the the nation of Israel and the promised land, uh, are godly men and women of integrity. And and you, you need to realize that evil, wicked, and treacherous people will be uprooted and removed. And I think that's very important to always remember. Now, in our lives... A lot of times we get caught off guard or kind of tricked in some ways to think that 
evil and wicked people always have control. They're 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 always in charge and they get away with stuff. But eventually God punishes the evil and the wicked and he uproots them and removes them. And we have to remind ourselves of that. And you can actually see this in the Old Testament. When you begin to read the Old Testament, especially from the book of Judges to the end of the Old Testament in Malachi, it's a constant um, revolving story of the people of Israel being blessed by God, the people of Israel serving God, the people of Israel turning away from God, then God punishing the people of Israel because of their sin, God sending people to invade them, sending people to sending plagues, sending diseases, um, doing all kinds of stuff, and eventually sending them to exile, and even bringing them back from exile. So there's this constant revolving theme in the Old Testament of the people of Israel commit themselves to God, the people of Israel serve God, the people of Israel turn away from God, God punishes their sin, uh, and then the people of Israel repent. And then it, the, the cycle just kind of starts back all over again. And you see that all throughout the Old Testament. And so you have to understand that God constantly punished and removed people from the land of Israel through wars, diseases, and exiles. So no one is immune from the judgment of the Lord. Like, if you're evil, God will eventually seek you out and hold you accountable and punish you and uproot you and remove you. Like, that's, that's a given. So, we got to remind ourselves that no one's immune from that. Not us, not anyone that we see that we may think, oh man, they're untouchable. Nothing bad can happen to them. Yes, you follow people long enough and you'll see how God works and moves in their lives and brings them down if they're evil and turning away from Him and not living for Him. So, long story short, we need to seek the Lord and His wisdom. To go against it is to be a fool. And the promises are made for those who choose the Lord and His wisdom. And then the warnings of punishment are given for those who don't. And uh, wisdom can help protect us from the people who also reject the Lord and His wisdom. So we just need to remind ourselves that constantly. That God has given us everything that we need to be successful, to follow Him, to have the strength and ability to serve Him. And it's just a matter of what we're going to choose. Are we going to choose God? Are we going to choose wisdom or are we going to reject God and wisdom and be fools? The choice is yours. So before we pray, I just want to remind you that it will be a couple weeks before we post another Bible study. I hope that you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving break with your family and friends and don't eat too much. Enjoy yourselves. Let me pray for you before we go. Father, thank you so much for this beautiful day, for everything you bless us with. Jesus, I ask that you would send your Holy Spirit to help us follow you, to serve you, to commit our lives to you, and to seek your wisdom. Lord, help us to find good and righteous people around us so that we can follow their steps and walk their paths so we can mimic them in ways to honor and glorify you in our lives. Jesus, we love you today. We thank you so much for everything, and I ask that you would be with us and guide us. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in for another week, and thank you for being a part of the Graham Chapel family. As always, um, tune in this weekend for our video services on Facebook, YouTube, and the podcast. We love you and praying for you. Hope you have a great week.